Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Fortnite Season 5. Yeah, the Fortnite Season 5 review, quote unquote. As much as you can yeah. review a live game. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you know, we're going to give our impressions of the new season yep. and uh, the changes to the map. Complain and, about some uh, of those changes that they've made to that said map. May, yes, possibly. <laughs> um, also gameplay, skins, that type of thing. I love it. I love it. If you hear a ruckus on my side of the conversation, it's because, number one, I am not in the same room as John. You, as you can tell, I have a sickness, a cold. Um, just, <laughs> the way you yeah. phrased that first one was just like a sickness. It's like you are patient zero. What? I caught, I caught the zombie plague. It's like, the, is this the um, dollar flu? Is this the dollar flu from the division? Yeah, it's it's the dollar flu. Are you um, are you just, a, a, um, in, you know, in ARG marketing for the uh, division two? Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's what's happening. Um, and uh, and there's uh, my neighbors are shooting off fireworks outside, oh, so okay. they still think it's the 4th of July, apparently. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's... On it's... this random Thursday. <laughs> I mean, what is it at this point? It's, it's like the almost almost the 20th? Like, we're, we're well past oh, yeah, it's that. yeah, the 19th. Well past that, like, <laughs> grace period of, like, oh, I feel like fireworks <laughs> are cool for the following, like, week, maybe, you know? But, like, once you get I mean, past I'll... that week... <laughs> No, this is the thing. I'll hear them all the rest, the whole rest of the summer. I mean, this is this is a summertime thing. After the Fourth of July, they just buy a, a bunch of the ones on sale and just shoot them off for the of rest. Course, of, the of course, of course. That's that's pretty. <laughs> I will say, uh, I don't think we talked about it last week, but like, um, man. So uh, this past Fourth of July, like Didi had a work permit all day, so she got home at like seven or whatever. Yeah. And then I remembered I need, uh, you know, and then. Um, we were like, crap, I need to take my car. My car was acting up that day, so I needed to take it into uh, the mechanic shop. So we had forgotten about it over dinner, and then we are like, rats, after dinner, we, we need to take this in. So we were driving around the same time all the fireworks were going off. So it was like, it was like maybe <laughs> yes. uh, 9 o'clock. But like I went over one of the overpasses um, over the interstate, and I could just you can see for miles, you know? Yeah. And like, I'm not even kidding. It's like... Uh, have you seen there's that like drone shot from like downtown LA or something? All the fireworks going off this year. Yes. People shooting fireworks off. It was like that only in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, it's as I looked cool. all around me, 360 degrees. It was crazy, man. I love it. It's awesome. That's like like last year we did, uh, we basically stayed stayed home. We, we were living, at the time we were living at a place, like it was up on top of this big hill. Oh, like we yeah. could see like miles away, like a mile and a half, two miles away, you could see like the downtown area or whatever. So we watched like the downtown fireworks, but like we could see like the, the, the Brentwood fireworks. We could see like <laughs> these other fireworks that were over there. And obviously like all of the surrounding fireworks fireworks from like the just independent people just putting up off fireworks left and right and so it's like this huge like 3d kind of panoramic view of these fireworks and it's it's fantastic like whenever it's all going out there and you're like oh there's one over there there's one over there there's one over you know it's it's super cool dude super cool yeah that's nuts the um the thing i was thinking as i was driving around like so like around here you know they're shooting them off in the street so I'm like, I have to make sure I do not drive over any of these yes. <laughs> while they're lit. Because, yes. you know, no one's out there in the street with them while they're lit. And I'm like, oh, man. 
Yeah, because you like dangerous. you light them and then run away, like you know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like okay, so that's that may be the safest place to set them off, but like also not the safest place to set them off. I mean, it's not really safe to do it on your own anyway. Honestly, you yeah, know, we're being real, really honest. <laughs> we're just. Chris is just just putting you know throwing water <laughs> on everybody else here. He's just oh like, yeah, you know, oh you got I your mean, firework. If, I'm just gonna throw water on it right here. If you, I mean, if you want to be safe, you just stay in your house, never go anywhere. You know, <laughs> you don't do anything. You pay I mean, someone sure. to bring you your groceries. You pay someone to bring you your. Uh, you know, mow your lawn, all the things. Yeah, sure. I mean, but then you end up, you know, being in a in in a bunker style thing, similar to like Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane, and it's and it's a horror movie outside and all of this stuff. So anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're way off the rails. Yeah, we are. Definitely. Uh, but uh, what have you been up to this week, man? So my birthday uh, was this week. And so I've been I've been doing a, a, a decent amount of gaming. Like you got me a, a Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, and yeah, so I, I played uh, played through a decent chunk of that. Like I, it's it's super fun, dude. It's a what's interesting about it is it's it's these little tiny little three D puzzles, and there's kind of single instance things. You're kind of filling out a book the way it, the, that's the interface that it uses. So you like turn a page, and it's a new puzzle, and there are different challenges within those little puzzles. And and whenever you load into one. It's a, uh, I don't know, it's like a small cube-esque type of a, of a map <laughs> that your little toad, you know, spawns in on. And then you run around and find, like, these little crystals. And then the ultimate goal is to get to the star, uh, wherever that is. Um, and so you have to find that and avoid enemies and, uh, you know, grab radishes and throw radishes at enemies and take them out. And, uh, it's, it's a really cute puzzle game. You're kind of spinning the map to try to try to see what's going on. It's similar in, not in like the way that the moves go. Cause it's all real time. Like it's a, it's, it's definitely all like, it's not turn-based like the, um, Oh, like like Hitman Go or Lara Croft Go or whatever. Like, but it is similar to those in like layout, where it's like you're spinning the map kind of in that way, um, and they're kind of just standalone little little pieces. Um, the uh, the designer has talked about like, hey, this is what I was was trying to do with this, and it's this idea of like a uh, of a self contained garden in each level, and so they they kind of take this small little area and pack it full of these little things that you can find and and pull, pack it full of detail and uh and so that's the kind of mentality that they go with with this game so there's these uh, like i think there's like 50 or 60 different kind of puzzles and you just kind of work your way through them and uh they they get progressively harder over time there's also these amazing boss battles um where you're trying to track the treasure while this boss is trying to take you down so i mean it's a it's it's a super super cute game super fun game very relaxing not like high stress nothing you know really intense not like you know I'm not like white knuckling the switch like I do, you know, in in Fortnite sometimes. Um, but uh, but I've definitely been playing playing some of that um, in addition to uh, a lot of Fortnite as well because the because of nice. the new season specifically. So nice. How about you, man? What have you been up to this week, dude? I've been up to basically nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think last week, yeah. So uh, we. We, my parents, our, our parents were down for your birthday, so we just like kind of hung out with them um, and uh, went to the Chet Atkins convention. That was really like the highlight of last weekend. Um, and then, uh, man, bummer news like earlier this week, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to make it too heavy, 
But uh, James Cameron, he's been on the podcast before. He helped us review Deadpool 2. Right. I uh, got word on sun- Sunday that he um, uh, he had, was at a wedding in Scotland and had a heart attack and passed away. Yeah. And uh, so it's kind of been um, dealing with that. And that's part of the reason I think I made myself sick, <laughs> being stressed out about it mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and all that. But um, so I really haven't been doing much, man. Just kind of just laying on the couch watching tv like uh yeah watch the all-star game that's you know just that kind of stuff so i haven't really been up to much yeah stuff that just kind of exists in the background while uh while you exist as you know just as you're going like that's that's kind of the uh the way that both sickness and you know grieving processes a lot of times go with entertainment is like you just kind of like i don't feel like doing anything so let's just put something on that doesn't require me to do anything so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That that news r- wrecked me as well. For like, I think it was Sunday. Whenever uh, whenever everybody kind of left my left my house uh, after the uh, after the the birthday kind of thing, you know, it was like, oh man, I just was was pretty much wrecked. Yeah. So I was I was looking back at like you know photos and stuff like that. You know, and, you know, there you know, James went to uh, free comic book day with us a couple yeah. times. You know. Um, Record store day with us a couple times, you know. You like, you played a, a few shows. Like I, I was, I I, I oh, kept yeah. thinking about all the like the 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 three or four shows that I saw that you guys played, um, where he would sing and you were playing guitar and singing as well. So, it's yeah, yeah, man, yeah. It was um, we're at de- prayers definitely go out to his family and all his friends, yeah. and uh, we know he's in heaven, so that's good. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so. We've got to talk about Fortnite, Chris. We do. But first, the pick of the week. The pick of the week. Pick of the week. Uh, so my pick of the week is uh, a D- DLC pack that released um, this week for Sonic Mania Ooh. called Sonic Mania Plus. <laughs> yes, the most inventive <laughs> DLC name of all time. Oh my gosh! They're gonna win. Uh, they're gonna so, win at the Game Awards for the most like creative name. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not even getting into that. Uh, <laughs> I could have come up with so many better names. Um, but they're sell- this is the thing. They're selling it as like its own package, you yeah. know, like deal. So like uh, now, if you buy Sonic Mania, actually, I don't even know if you can buy the the original Sonic Mania anymore. But like, uh, yeah, if you buy Sonic so. Mania Plus, it comes with all the new stuff. Um, and uh, so it's a DLC add-on that adds, I think, um, f- three new characters. It uh, adds Knuckles, add Knuckles Ikenna, Mighty the Armadillo, and um, I can't remember the name of the uh, the other character now. It's that fo- that not Fox. It's like that. Yeah, I don't remember. It's some other character. A couple of new characters. They is- also have like new abilities. Like um- yeah, I need to look that up. Give me two <laughs> seconds so I'll look it up and, and, and explain it. The the wild thing um, about about this game, like, is that it it had so much content to begin with because like I, you had uh you had the the Sonic and the Tails and the the only one that like even in this DLC that I wish that they would include was like Amy like because like Amy you could play as her in um Sonic CD like way back in the day and she's the only character where I'm like man that seems like a seems like a pretty big miss. Um, to not like put a fan favorite character in in the game. If like if you're putting in new characters, the like I would originally think Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, 
and then Amy, you know, or it's like, okay, we got to put, got to put Amy in there, Amy, the hedgehog. And so, but I, you know, it's, it's the, this choice is, is, is good. I like it because these two characters like uh, mighty, the armadillo and the character that you're looking up the name of. Yeah, it's Ray, the flying squirrel, but I'm trying to figure out his, uh, his ability because it's not like we've just put introduced two flying people right i don't know that's I, I he might just be more like knuckles where he glides i don't know but i do know that ray and uh and the mighty the armadillo they were in a very like limited release edition of a sonic game way back in the day where like people were um were playing as them like in an arcade or something like that like there's there's some like very deep level sonic nerddom uh reason <laughs> that they are the characters from this game um yeah there was yeah it was a it was an arcade thing and that they've put a competition mode in here where it's four player competition mode and you can select sonic tails or knuckles uh mighty ray and you can kind of like choose what character you want to run which is awesome yeah, dude, that's super cool. And like and, and that's the thing. Like I, I like the fan service of like, hey, these very obscure characters that like nobody ever thought they were gonna get to play as again, they can now like download them and play as them. Um the interesting thing also, like with the physical, like the they released like another special edition. You and I got the special edition um, uh, version of Sonic Mania back in the day, whenever it came out originally. Uh, so I guess a year ago, and we probably talked about it on the podcast. It has like this uh, life-size uh, Sega Genesis and a Sonic statue standing on top of that that life-size Sega Genesis, and it makes the Sega sound whenever you press a button on it. Um, but like th- this one came with like a little art book and things like that, and I was like looking at it, thinking like, man am I going to buy this game again? And I didn't do it. Um, and I, or I haven't done it yet, but like, man, I would love to have like the art book from that, like newer edition of this, like special edition Sonic Mania. I know. Plus. I do too. Well, th- that's the thing. Like I have both the Xbox version and the, uh, um, switch version. The <laughs> only version right. I don't have the PS4. So I'm, I might be buying that. So, okay. So it's, uh, five ninety nine if you already own the game. Right, uh, which is an awesome price for yeah. this DLC. Uh, Mighty plays like Sonic, mm-hmm. with the exception that because of his hard shell, he can hit spikes once and not lose his rings as long as you jump right off, what? which is awesome. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so Ray the Flying Squirrel can glide, I guess kind of like Knuckles, but he plays differently. Mm. He is not as fast as Sonic, and um, that's kind of it. So Nobody's as sounds fast like Mighty's as Sonic, the way to, dude. Sounds like <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Sounds like Mighty is the way to go in this new DLC. Also, they remixed some of the boss fights and some of the levels. Um, I, like from what I've read, it's not like crazy, crazy different, but um, yeah. the boss fights are pretty cool to play again. The change Special up stages some- are different in this new mode. Yeah, don't they change up some of the gameplay? Like where you you basically start with one of the characters and then you whenever you find a new life it will give you a random one of the other characters so that way whenever your character like dies or uh like loses all the rings and then dies you'll swap to the next character in line um and it yeah kinda, you, you can yeah it kind of goes around like that and even like the special stages will like allow you to unlock a, a an extra character to that that those lives or whatever. So yeah, that's in the new, that's in the new mode. So like there's, there's like, you know, the regular mania mode and you can play with these characters in mania mode and they have these new abilities and stuff like that. Yeah. But then there's another new mode, um, where you can play through the, a new remixed campaign with the remix levels and the remix bosses. 
Um, and then they have these new mechanics with the special stages and such, but with the swapping between characters like you just described. That's only, though, in the new mode. If you wanted to play through like what you know the the normal version of Sonic Mania with Mighty, for instance, that's not the case. It doesn't swap like that. Interesting, interesting. But I like the fact that they kept both versions in there. They just didn't like change the base game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, um, for sure. Because because like honestly, I'd rather just play through the whole like make like play through the whole level or whole game with each character individually is what I'd love to do. Yeah, um, for sure. Just, like it gives it gives me a reason to go through the campaign like. You know, several more times, um, without uh, without just getting bored with it, I guess. You know. Yeah, and I guess like that's kind of what I was what I was hoping for out of this is like, hey, give me another reason to go back and play through this game again because yeah. like that's honestly really all I can ask for from from a platformer DLC like this because I, I don't expect them to necessarily build a whole another world or like you know because it's a it's a relatively uh, straightforward shorter game you know as is so it's like takes you you know if you're if you're perfect running it it'll take you maybe an hour you know to finish but it's like if you're not yeah. perfect running it'll take you way longer than that to master these levels um but like whenever i ran through i think i I, but to beat the game and to get like everything from it i think i ended up putting like you know 15 20 hours into it um and so it was it's kind of a uh it's one of those things where i'm like hey give me another good reason to go back in and spend another five or ten hours going back through these levels in there again yeah well like i had i like i already you know beat the game on switch but i haven't beat it on xbox just because like i haven't had a reason to go back in you know which this helps helps do that for sure for sure i mean that's the other thing like i i think i beat it on my switch but i did not play through the complete thing on my xbox and so i mean it would be that that's a good point like hey maybe that's where i need to buy the dlc however dude i love everything on the switch like what you know i might just just buy it on the switch too it's only it's only five bucks or whatever Wait, I thought you played through it on the Switch in the first place. Yeah, I mean, that's where I played through the the full game on the Switch, you know, and then uh, I just haven't finished it on my Xbox. Uh, I've gotten about halfway through the campaign on my Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'll probably probably buy it in both places. Actually, yeah, yeah, so this is the thing. I'll probably buy it on Xbox, finish it on Xbox, and then, like, buy it on Switch just to have and play while I'm on the go. That's probably what I'll do. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Incentivize yourself to finish it where you haven't finished it already. Get those achievements, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Dude, my pick of the week this week is Marvel's Cloak and Dagger. Uh, this is a, a new Marvel show. About this before. Uh, yeah, we I think you have you and I talked about it. I think I think I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before. Oh, really? I thought um, we talked about it like I think last it, week? we talked about it last week whenever I was showing you a bunch of music that I had shazammed from uh, the show. Okay. Um, that's what it was. But yeah, 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 Marvel Cloak and Dagger. I've uh, I've shazammed so much music. So that's the first thing I'll say is the soundtrack of this show is really good. Um, it's a it's a show that's based on a couple of characters from Marvel Comics, um, Cloak and Dagger, obviously. But uh, it's it's Tyrone and Tandy are their their uh, non superhero names, and that's kind of like where this show, at least to this point, has gotten. Like they don't have their superhero names or, or superhero identities yet, and it's a really interesting teen kind of drama set in uh new orleans and uh and that setting and then the the difference between these two characters where they they don't really interact with each other like they're they're whenever they're kids they get their powers from the same disaster from the same like explosion oil rig explosion out in uh in in 
the like the ocean out there like so they have various reasons to be on the uh on the docks or on a bridge like crossing over the uh the water whenever um this explosion happens and that's where they get their powers but then uh, that moment aside like they don't meet each other again until um i think maybe like second or second episode or so where it's like and that, that was a very interesting way to go about it where they they really deep dive into who these characters are how they've developed how they've changed from whenever they were kids kids to, to now whenever they're teenagers and uh and it really is a is a cool cool show and that's the like that's the best way i can can wrap it around like where it's like oh you know it's 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 uh i look at the the marvel netflix stuff and i'm like yeah they, they're they're like gritty and they're like you know whatever and this, this show is like the vibe that they're going for is cool and so that's why like the licensed music that's in it is really good like they have some some stuff from flurry that is is really cool in there they have some amazing amazing moments in there uh, ellie golding like they have some of her stuff in there and uh whenever whenever they're doing these kind of still shots or these exposition kind of moments and this music kind of lays in i'm just like yeah this is a cool show i'm i'm into this this is great and the story is great as well um it kind of sits tonally between like the netflix shows and something like uh marvel's runaways which is another um show that is on hulu uh it's a, i think it's a hulu exclusive there this is on freeform which i if i remember right is this abc like what used to be abc family yeah it used to be abc family yeah and and definitely uh definitely doesn't necessarily fit the uh the the family moniker um as as much as it fits like the well, yeah. young which, adult which moniker. change the name um, yeah, and that's definitely like it's it's a uh, it's a cool show. So everybody should check it out. Everybody should should give it a give it a watch, and uh, and I'm I'm very much enjoying it. I it's not over yet. Um, I've been watching it on uh, Hulu whenever it it launches after it uh, the the show airs or whatever, and uh, it's a very cool show so if you have either of those things like if you freeform as a as a show just you know tivo it whatever and if you have uh hulu you can catch up and watch the entire thing on hulu currently so how does it compare to the other superhero shows on either netflix or cw or i would say so it's it is more drama based in that way where it's like if you look at CW they've doubled down on like the superhero-ness of it like the hey the Arrow show it's like totally about Arrow and then all of these other heroes that he encounters um, Legends of Tomorrow it's this ensemble crazy like completely removed from any amount of reality uh, show going through time and then the Flash is like it's it's the quintessential flash uh, where it's like oh this is lighthearted, but it's totally a superhero thing this show has yet to really give me like the superhero-esque vibes that you get from something like uh on a cw um how does it compare to like the uh like you know jessica jones and um daredevil then definitely like i said it kind of bridges that gap like it's it's a little bit closer to that but even even at that point like it's not as dark it's not as like we're trying to be brutal for brutality's sake like they deal with with mature themes and things like that but nothing nothing like to the level of like uh daredevil like the beatdowns that they put on 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 people in in uh in daredevil so um what, what it, if i like the beatdowns i mean dude that's that's some of my favorite parts dude that the uh there's like two specific moments in daredevil specifically that make that entire series like basically worth it <laughs> <laughs> where it's like oh man those are like that's what i'm that's what i'm looking for from this show um <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, this hasn't had anything quite like that, but it definitely has better in my, my mind, like better character drama, like where I'm yeah. more invested in these characters as characters and they mm, could okay. die. I never feel like, you know, one of the characters or, or whatever from some of these other shows, like in, in, in Luke Cage, like I'm never like, Oh darn, Luke Cage could possibly die here. Like, I don't really feel <laughs> that way. Um, but Listen, in this, Oliver Queen died in arrow. This is true. But, uh, I mean, he also kind of, you know, has, has returned. Like, I feel like that's, <laughs> They could do anything with these characters, and uh, because they're lesser-known characters, because of just where they're going with the story, I'm not entirely convinced that we're gonna we're gonna make it out of this. And so, like, I'm invested in that. I'm invested in you know the uh, the relationships that they have going between some of these other characters, um, and you kind of like the way that they frame um, their interpersonal relationships with like their families and uh, and that sort of thing. Like, it, it all works together to make me care about each of these characters and they're both flawed in in different ways and and so it's a very kind of a real drama look rather than it being like this is a superhero show with also drama this is like a drama but they also will become superheroes and have like twisty powers like it's almost like a sci-fi drama that's cool i mean the reason i ask is like there's just so many superhero shows on television these days you know that it's like for sure I mean, I don't even keep up with the ones that I actually really, really like, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so it's, you know, just want to know where it sits. You know, is this a Gotham? You know, where I'm never going to watch it, or is this, you know, like a definitely is this like not a Jessica Jones or whatever that's, you know, really good, but I still haven't watched. You know, yeah, those yeah, yeah. types of. <laughs> it blows my mind that you haven't watched things. Jessica Jones season one, man. I season know. one is so good. Like that's the best, I the best one. It down and finish it. Um. Season two gets a little gets a little little wild. I'm not I'm not as sold on season two of Jessica Jones. Like, and the more I, the more I've been removed from season two of Jessica Jones, the more I'm kind of like, yeah, that's a bummer that that did like that they that they did those decisions. So, um, but season one is fantastic, um, and this is this is this is right it. up there. So I think this is one of those that if you like that genre, this is one to keep your eye on. It's it's a it's a new fresh take on it. So it it's. Nice. It's definitely more of a must-watch than like something like The Runaways, Marvel's Runaways, or whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, John. Yes. It's time now for us to talk about Season 5 of Fortnite. Season 5 of Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite. Uh, okay, so. Um, <laughs> a Fortnite. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. The you name of the... seen the meme. Yeah. <laughs> You need to go look up the fork knife meme. It's it's Kim Kardashian with a shotgun. <laughs> Dude, like saying something about like this is is this how you play fork knife? The, the, speaking of like <laughs> hilarious things having to do with Fortnite, like there was a uh, there there was a video that Fortnite shared of a streamer um, like last night or whatever, like yesterday at some point. And, uh, and it's hilarious as well. So I'll I'll tweet that out from the stay on target Twitter. If you, if you're interested in that, you should go to the, the, uh, stay on target Twitter, check for that. Yeah, It shows some of the new, new parts of the map and, uh, and and a new vehicle, which we'll talk about here in a second. That is correct. Shows them in action. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so season five of Fortnite, uh, first of all, if you didn't know, Fortnite has seasons, (laughs) um, (laughs) and (laughs) see, this is summer start there. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. Yeah. So 
they're about three months long, right? Two months, two yeah. or three months. Yeah, close to that. I think this one was like uh, eighty days or something like that. Was the was thing so like close <laughs> so to not three quite. months? <laughs> Almost three months. Um, yeah. So like they have different seasons, and basically that uh, has come to mean um, after I think basically season two, mm-hmm. uh, season one and season two. The only difference between them, like really, was the um, the battle pass cosmetic items that you earn, and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. in a second, just so you know what we're talking about, but. Um, the season three to four and then to five now there have been major like map changes Mm -hmm. and there's kind of like a overarching story that you're following um it's not like a cohesive like and then this happened and then this person said this it's more like okay we get a general gist of kind of what's happening um but it's it's kind of cool like to have a a point of reference in terms of like Oh, hey, yeah. Remember whenever uh, this new area appeared on the map? It was at the beginning of season five, you know, or like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, the the crater that was at the beginning of season four. Like, it's it's nice to have like kind of because um, I feel like we as a community would use those as as markers anyway. Um, but like just to have like everything is kind of new. This is a new season. Um, we're giving you all new like skins. Mm-hmm. You can. Uh, you can um, earn via the battle pass. We are doing crazy things to the map. We're adding new vehicles or weapons or gliders or um, what was it uh, uh, for season um, season four? Was like uh, the uh, the streams. What do they call them? The trails. Yeah. The, the, um, as yeah. You the, fall. Yeah. Whatever I was calling just a jet stream, but it's trails. like I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think was it was that the only other thing, or was there one more thing they added? Can't I mean, remember exactly. And at, at times they'll like add things like halfway through a season where it'll be like, oh, wasn't you know we're adding we're adding in uh, a different gun or something like that. Like they're constantly yeah, the changing out weapons. Do. The cosmetic or like those those like different things. They the shopping really. cart as well. Like they added the shopping cart shopping midway cart through last did. season. Yep, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, with this um, season. Uh, they have um, added. Is it three new areas? There's it's a couple. The area. Yeah, there's uh, the area. Well, I'm pulling of, it up right now. Th- there's a couple new areas, but like the, where they've like basically completely eliminated what was there and changed it right. to something else. And then there's other areas that they've definitely like tweaked, similar to how like whenever the uh, whenever the meteor hit, it would like t- it had destroyed a couple of different things. So like there's some areas that are slightly different, um, but nothing like not not drastic enough to necessarily be renamed completely. Whereas there are some areas that are like completely renamed um for example where the crater where um dusty divot uh is or whatever like that's what it's called now like it's drastically different than it was just a week ago because like now there's water in there and now there's way more trees in there and the you know they took away uh, the hop rocks or whatever so like it's all getting overgrown there's vines like growing up all over the place in there so it's it's a drastically different area but it's not necessarily renamed and it's not really a new quote-unquote area yeah and like that that's the interesting thing about these seasons too like you mentioned the hop rocks you know they'll just like take out parts or things that were part of the game and like they're probably never coming back which is it's wild you know it's wild to think about a game like that where it's just like living thing that like hey you'll talk about the hop rocks you know three years from now and some people will be like what in the world are you talking about yeah r.i.p uh uh, misty moisty meyer or whatever you know in the prison that is down there like that's yeah yeah, moisty meyer and the prison yeah that's gone 
uh, that whole kind of like blank area above it was gone. It's now turned into this place called Paradise Palms, and it's this new, like you said, desert biome um, with these like giant kind of rock formations yeah. and a racetrack and a new city. Well, yeah, um, and that's the interesting thing. Like they kept some of what was over there because like Gus, which is the uh, right. which is the racetrack that's over there. Like Gus is still there, um, but it's now a desert gust like it's desert biome um yeah which is super interesting like in the in the like o- ongoing story quote unquote if you can really call it that i guess it's more like world building in a way but it's like it's definitely like the story they've uh they had the portals that were invading our world where like Durberger ended up in the middle of a desert somewhere and right. uh, and then now it's like that desert has shown up in the game is is kind of the the story quote unquote of what's happening there, which is super interesting. Um, I wish they had put pinatas around Nashville and not just London, um, <laughs> because I really want a uh, a pinata, a Fortnite pinata. But oh yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. That's a complete uh, aside. Yes. Uh, so they also added like up no- up north they uh, they got rid of. Um, was it Anarchy Acres? Yeah, Anarchy Acres, which is basically like well, there was two farms on the map. There was Fatal Fields and Anarchy Acres. Anarchy Acres was the bigger one of them with not a whole lot around. Well, they've turned that into something called Lazy Links, and it's like a kind of like a golf club um, resort kind of thing. There's a pool um, and uh, like holes, like nine holes of golf, um, some Chris, sand traps. I protest. Mm. They have made a mistake. They in fact, got rid of the wrong farm. Oh, I agree. <laughs> Fatal Fields is awful. We'll just say that. It's I'm a terrible place. I'm never a fan of Fatal Fields. There's no reason to go there. Anarchy Acres is actually fun because you could grab things and like you had enough room to maybe find people. You could actually hide up there too. I like people to hide up there. Yeah. Um, and, well, and that's the thing. I drop there now. People drop, you know, in the the buildings or whatever, but they don't drop further out. Like they, you know, I think they were trying to get people more people to drop in that area, hmm. but... There's nothing really else. Like, there's nothing in the area to drop for, so there's no reason to do that. Right, right. Um, and well, then, then the quarry is close by, but it's like it's not really a good place to be because it's, it's a quarry on the edge of the map, so it's not going to be in most of the time. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like you can just go there and t- cut down a bunch of trees like you can in like Dusty Divot or something like that. So it's it right now it's a very interesting place up there at the Lazy Links because yeah. other than having a couple of spawn locations for what we can get into in a minute here of the the new vehicle, it's it's really kind of a, a bust every single time I've gone there. Um I actually was playing just before oh, yeah, the yeah, uh, same th- same thing with the like the place earlier, you know, like the yeah. the desert biome, the paradise palms like i don't i mean some of that comes with like it's new so everybody drops there so there's Mm -hmm. you know like it's not meant for every person on the map to drop there but um some of it's like okay well i mean i honestly kind of like the prison and it had like plenty of like resources you Mm can kind of hole up there um you could always dip into uh, moisty mire and get some trees yeah like i wasn't a huge fan of moisty mire moisty mire kind of sucked in terms of like moving around it because of the water oh it was awful um but like, say they had kept the uh, the prison, but like put the desert there and added these other things. That would have been way better. Um, it's it's interesting. Like, I guess this is the first time in a season that we've we've had them um, remove uh, places, um, entire places, uh, and replace them with something else. Like Dusty Divot, obviously, like that was Dusty Depot, but it's kind of still there. Half of it's still yeah. there. Yeah. And it just created this big hole in the ground. It didn't just like completely remove it. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and it's like it was it that was a move that 
really made that that part of the map interesting like where it was like yeah. before it was very open and it was like oh, i don't really want to go there and so like it <laughs> really want to run across it yeah it's like this connecting uh tissue between like this awesome top half of the map and then the awesome bottom half of the map and so now you have like something that connects those and you can go through and it's like every time i have to go in there i'm always like okay this is awesome i can pick up some wood on the way maybe grab some shield mushrooms and so you know that's one thing but then completely like swapping out an area for something completely different is is new and it's like it's it's hard to get used to as well because like for me i i guess they're looking at the their statistics of like where people drop and saying okay people don't really drop in these couple of places or you know lots of people don't necessarily like to unless there are challenges related to it drop in these these places so those are the the ones that will matter the least if we swap them out for something else and so then that's the why they did that but it's like personally i actually dropped in both of those places frequently and namely because of the fact that like hey i could get a lot of stuff there and there you know it wasn't like everybody was dropping there it wasn't like the towers where like oh my gosh 50 people just dropped here um yeah i think like there's a strategy to dropping different places of the map and i like that you know where it's like i don't you know sometimes i want to drop in a, a spot on the map where there's going to be less people like purpose on purpose like maybe yeah. i don't want to just <laughs> I don't want to battle it out with five people within two seconds of landing. I kind of want to be more strategic and arm up and be able to plan my next move, you know, that type of thing. Hunger Games style rather than, (laughs) you know, just walking in like Rambo and shooting up You don't want to go to the cornucopia in the center of the Hunger Games arena necessarily you know like that's where that's where it all happens to begin with and it's like if you want to be out early that's where you go but if you want to like you can run into the woods and you know get get away that way that's not how katniss survived that's right that isn't how katniss survived (laughs) she cheated (laughs) she beat the beat the game makers didn't play um so the other part I want to talk about is the Viking ship that appeared. That's the other like major addition. There's some like yeah. random like things around the map, but like the major, the cool like piece there is this v- huge Viking ship on. There's a, a unnamed mountain down in the uh, the southwestern part of the map that had just like a single house on it. Right. That was an all right place to land. Like maybe one person would land there every single match, or maybe two, or something like that. But there was really no reason to go up there. It was so so tall and such mm-hmm. a treacherous walk up there there wasn't really a reason to go there unless the game was ending up there but now mm-hmm. there's this huge viking ship up there and it's kind of snowy and there's like loot and stuff like that there's it's like a waterfall cool. which is yeah like, and it's like the viking that's stuff that's new it's fascinating to me that like the viking stuff is a brand new texture like we have nothing like that anywhere else on this entire map um, like the way that those houses are structured, the way that they, they're shaped, like it, there's no, there's no other assets that are like that, that they've built. So like they built that specifically for this, this small little tiny area on the map. And it's like, it's visually amazing and super, super fun to, to land there and stuff. But it kind of makes me wonder if, if there's, you know, they might incorporate some of that, like on some other spots in the map or expand the Viking theme down that mountains at some point, you know, maybe to yeah. some of the houses south of Snobby Shores or something. Yeah, that's kind of like something I've been thinking about because isn't, uh, isn't the rift still in the sky right now? It is, yeah. Yeah, so like what I've been thinking about is like, well, you know, all these different areas, what if like this is not, these are not the only changes? What if there's more coming? And 
kind of like what the reason I asked that is because like, well, I've had kind of mixed uh, reactions to the new stuff in the map where like I like some of the changes, but I don't like some like other ones. I love the Viking ship. Yeah. Um, I wish, and I I don't. I guess I'm kind of ambivalent about the golf course. Yeah. Um, I would have rather have been in a different spot or something like that, or have been uh, a little bit smaller because like once you get away from the yeah. main buildings, it's like I'm running for like a good solid minute yeah. before I reach anything of interest really. Exactly. I feel like there used to be more houses and more like things that were spread out there with with gear in them. Like yeah. Like little shacks and things like that. Yeah, little there's shacks like a, and like, like trucks and stuff. About. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same thing with like, you know, the I, w- I like the desert kind of vibe. Wish they had left things like the prison, you know. Um, I, you know, it just like kind of makes me like, well, what's the next thing they're going to they're going to like remove this season that I that I love, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like I've said about Netflix before. It's like you snuck into my house and you took away something that I loved. True. <laughs> we can I mean, never, never play. play we we can never play. Bed. No, we can never play in the prison again. You know, we can never um, play in Anarchy Acres. That's mm. weird, dude. Yeah, it's a strange. And we've we've talked about that before with things like Destiny, where it's like whenever an update yeah. goes out for Destiny, like well, the original, the original, even like to the point on that one, like the original voice actor for the ghost is gone. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> they took out Peter Dinklage, the, the, the Dinklebot, as everyone called them. You know, it's like yeah. it took, took him out of the game, and it's like, oh, that's unfortunate. Also, probably less expensive for them to do for the DLC. So, but I mean, in this definitely. case, like, it's it's like we'll never play on these things again. But I don't necessarily mind because we've only talked about the map stuff. The gameplay stuff that they've added is is kind of where I've found the most enjoyment. And that comes from vehicles and then these like portal rifts that will teleport yeah. you way up into the sky. So Yeah, traversal has like changed drastically. So like um at the uh, you know, for for basically the entire time Fortnite's been out, you've you've been able to walk and run. You know, that's been they that's added right. shopping carts, but that didn't really change it a ton. You know, they were hard to control. Um, you know, you, yeah. they, I mean, you weren't going to run away from anybody in them. You know what I mean? Well, and they uh, had like next to no, um, shielding or anything like you're, you're so exposed. I had a clip on my, uh, my Xbox where I sniped someone riding oh, in yeah. a cart, <laughs> you know, it's like their friend is like pushing them up this hill and I'm like, I scope in and just snipe them and, uh, and their friends, you know, is just gone. And it's like, Oh my gosh, that was so easy. Cause there's no walls. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, and to be honest, though, like the the golf cart really doesn't. I think the only benefit to the golf cart is that it moves quicker than you would yes. expect it to. You yes. know, so like because it doesn't have any shielding really either. It has a roof. Um, that's the only. That's the only sure, real yeah. amount of shielding. Yeah, so. if, if they're above you. Um, so yeah, so like, but but the cool thing about the roof is, yeah, like number one, these things, you know, they can go go all all over the map. You can get across the map pretty quick if you're in one. Um, and the roof is a jump pad, which is pretty cool. Like you can use it to jump up on uh, a, a location that you want to get up above someone that type of thing it's pretty cool to to use and and I think like they're it's not like PUBG where like everybody can basically find a vehicle at the beginning of the of mm-hmm. the match um, they're spread out and they're rare enough that you know it doesn't just like it's not just everyone's running around in golf carts now you know right like, right uh, it's definitely like um, a a rare enough item that it doesn't completely drastically changed gameplay uh a ton you know you don't feel like well if i don't drive around i'm not gonna win there's none of that really right well Um, and then it's so open and like you can the other side of it is it will take damage and so even if they're not shooting you if they're hitting the golf cart like it's 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 decreasing the amount of time you're going to be able to be in that golf cart um 
And so that's the other thing is like with PUBG, like on Xbox specifically, because it ran so like slowly at the beginning of uh, whenever it first came out, the strategy for the final circle was get in a car and try to like run over people or like don't get out of the car. Like you just are basically driving around in circles um, trying to take down the other person's shield, uh, like take down the other person's car and blow that up. And whereas this... It's like that's that's not even a possibility in the final circle. I've never encountered a uh, a golf cart yet. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and with the I think the building really stops that. Like that's the because you know like at the, in the final circle you're gonna be building. That's the way, which is the you know the way Fortnite's meant to be played. Yeah. Um, and so like I like things like that. Um, that add to the gameplay mm-hmm. and don't detract from it. Yeah. You know, changes it enough to be interesting and be more complex, but doesn't um doesn't ruin the game. Um for everyone who's currently playing it and enjoying it for sure it's definitely more chaotic too and more along the lines of like you you know you see the concept art as the thing loads in and stuff and it's definitely like images that more where it's like i've been driving around in a golf cart and then it's like three people are going you know battling in this three-way battle and i'm just like i'm just gonna drive right down the middle of you guys and just peace out of here you know it's just yeah. like you just kind of like drive through the middle of someone's battle and it's whereas Initially, like if you encounter that those people, you like either have to hide or you have to engage them. And so, like where in this case, it's like you have the option of just let me just get out of here. You know, I'm just gonna you guys do your thing. We'll see how this works out in a minute. Whenever I, I face down you guys later. So yeah, yeah. Um, was there one more vehicle we wanted to talk about? The rifts. Um, I wanted oh, to mention the rifts. that's yes. a traversal thing. Like that that if if you go through the portal, it'll teleport you way up in the sky, directly above the portal that you entered. And so you can then open up your your uh, your glider again and go closer to the uh, to the circle. So it can kind of if you know that there's a couple of rifts that are that are around your location, you can kind of forage for things a little bit longer um, and risk the storm um, a little bit more. And that's also a risk because it, they're single use things like you can't like multiple people can't go through the same rift unless you're in a vehicle together. And in that case, like you can't even, you know, you don't, <laughs> there's, there's very little benefit to doing that with a vehicle, but it is funny. Um, but like, it's a, uh, it's a kind of a risk reward thing. Cause if somebody else takes the rift that you were planning on taking and you lasted too long and the storms right there, you're going to be eliminated. So it just adds this additional level of, uh, of speedy traversal and strategy with it, this risk reward system. Yeah. And it, I, like, this is definitely something that's like going to be specific to this season is what it feels like. It's kind of like the hop rocks. Um, definitely. Where it's like, Hey, this is a boost to like, and changes the traversal a little bit this season, but probably won't be there next season. Um, so it's like, Hey, enjoy it while it's here. Um, and, For sure. uh, you know, like take advantage of it now kind of a thing. Yeah. Definitely. Um, th- the other thing I like, they added, uh, added what they're calling toys. So like about, you can shoot a basketball through some of the hoops. You can like hit a golf ball. Um, they're, they take the place of one of your like emote slots, that type of thing. Um, and then the, the new, the new skins, I haven't really like figured out like a theme to the new skins other than like, there's a couple of the like Viking kind of skins that. Uh, seem like they fit with um, s- some of the other skins in the battle pass, but it's not like where where one of the seasons we had like a lot of space guys. The next one, we had, like last season, with a lot of superheroes. Right. Um, like this, you know, today I think there's like uh, uh, some Luchadors like skins, which I am going to get, but I don't see any kind of like uh, pattern with that. It's not like this whole 
whole season is themed for wrestling or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, or it's not like, oh, this is all Vikings or Thor or like yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, but it does have those aspects to it. Like there's a there's an axe that you can get um, that looks suspiciously like the God of War axe, I shall <laughs> say. And it's it's fantastic. Well, but there's it's, a skin called Ragnarok, so and it looks like God of War. That's right, that's right. And then you look like it the the uh, the deeper you get into uh, to the battle pass like on that like that one and then there's another another couple others or maybe it was one for sale the other day there's another one for sale the other day that looks like another character from like god of war and so i was just like interesting this whole world's collide thing is really interesting <laughs> and i yeah. think that's the main theme i i would be interested it's just like a, t- a ton of different stuff just smashed together yeah because like we have this like desert area i'd be interested to have like some uh some like old western outfits you know something like that you would potentially see in red dead redemption or something you know it's like if yeah. it, maybe they would time that more for whenever red dead redemption actually comes out i mean in order to maybe pull people over or something like that but it's uh that seems like this whole like worlds collide thing could mean anything at this point so because we've done the sci-fi thing with uh with some of the the astronaut stuff we've done the superhero thing now let's just get wild with it and and we have vikings and stuff so yeah the battle pass like they changed the way that that works a little bit you can there's like basically like more like weekly tiers that you can earn or actually i don't think you could last time uh, if you didn't pay for it in the free version you can actually like earn uh tiers with free uh challenges which is cool um the the skins that you earn that have um upgradable outfits like those uh aren't limited to the season it's just mm-hmm. based on the xp that you earn um there's a lot of like cool things like that like that i think have have changed and, like battle pass is like 10 bucks i love this like this is a great progression system like yeah. this is something that um honestly like i hadn't seen before fortnite mm-hmm. but i'm 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 super super uh uh happy with it like i i wish like and i like the fact that like rocket league is adopting that kind of thing and not that i'm gonna buy it on rocket league but like if i wanted to that sounds like a great way to guarantee hey you're gonna get these skins and you have like something to to shoot for because like rocket league again you know like just as a as a and as an example like there was always stuff you could earn in there but i never knew what i was gonna get so i i like i didn't really feel like i was working towards something you know what i mean it felt too random to me whereas you know, like with Fortnite, it's always great to be like, hey, I want that Viking outfit. So I'm going to work toward that and get that by the end of the season, you know. For sure. Um, I well, love the battle pass. And you can kind of look at it and you, because you can see everything that you'll get before you actually get it. It's like you have something like you said, you have something to shoot for. But also, if I don't want to finish the whole thing, like last season, yeah. I was like, yeah. um, I'm OK not finishing this thing. It lets me off the hook for finishing. It. Like, it's like I got the things that I wanted out of this. Or if I look at this, this $10 item and it's like, OK. I really only want the things that are on the like first half of it, for instance. And so right. then I can say, well, is it worth 10 bucks for it? And it's like, okay, yeah, it's worth 10 bucks for it to me. And uh, it may not be worth it for everybody. It's like, oh, it's worth it to me. Those, those cosmetic items are worth that input. The other thing is like, if you get the battle pass once, it will within that battle pass allow you if you complete it it'll get you enough of the v bucks so enough of the in-game currency to get the next battle pass as well right. so technically if you continuously play this game and and finish the battle passes you'll never have to buy another battle pass like you'll just right. continuously get them and again that requires continuous play and and that sort of thing but 
at the same time, it is a very kind of a, a cool way to to look at it. It's like, oh man, if I spend ten bucks now, I will never have to potentially put another ten dollars into this game if I don't want to. You know, for sure. Yeah, it's just it's kind of a no brainer, and yeah, like you basically earn your money back in in game currency. You know, by by buying it, purchasing it. Right. Um, I was playing earlier with uh with with listener. Uh, friend of the show, Patrick, and uh, and I was playing on Switch, and we came in second. But uh, but like I don't I don't know that he, he was playing with like a default skin or whatever. So I, I don't know that he's actually purchased it. So like I find that fantastic as well that like you can be playing you with can people play this game without. Yeah, purchasing anything with putting zero money into it, where it's like I'm putting you know money into it whenever I want to. Of like, oh, I really want that skin. I'm gonna play. You know, I'm gonna put that in. Um, but like, you don't have to do that. You know, you can just play with the default skins, and the gameplay is literally exactly the same. And they're very upfront about that. Um, whenever you load into the battle pass, so yeah, yeah. Well, uh, is this something you want to rate? Let's do it, Chris. How do you rate this season so far, what we know about it, f- from Fortnite? Yeah, I think I'm going to rate this... I'm probably going to rate this a... Uh, I'm going to rate it an 8.5. Uh, no, sorry. I'm going to go lower. I think I'm going to do 7.5. This Ooh. is why. I feel like the story going into it wasn't quite as strong as the last time with the meteor and all that kind mm. of stuff. Um, it was cool with the rocket launch and all that, but I kind of wish that that had like played in make, or made more sense um, uh, building <laughs> up to it. Also, they took away some of my favorite places, so mm. I'm going to ding them for that. But I do love some of the new places, and I love the changes that they're making to the battle pass and some of the skins and all that. So yeah. it kind of evens itself out, but it, for me it comes down to a 7.5. Nice. I think I'm going to put it at a solid eight just because like same thing as you where it's like I, I can't not think about the fact that we used to have uh, Anarchy Acres up there um, and now we have boring old la- Lazy Links, which is <laughs> is a lazy place. You know, it's like, I mean, just the name doesn't make me make me feel like I want to go there. But Anarchy Acres, I'm so in, you know. So, um, yeah, I think I think definitely sit, sitting on an eight. Um, I really like a lot of the gameplay stuff that they've added in, whether it's the vehicles or whether it's the new kind of limited time traversal kind of stuff. But at the same time, like I feel like that stuff was going to be added regardless of, of the update or regardless of the map. And so like that continuously kind of looking at gameplay, taking advice uh, or taking input from gamers. And uh, I also love... So the last thing I'll say, PUBG... The vehicle thing where like everybody piles into a vehicle like whenever you're in a squad of like four and everybody piles into a vehicle like there's just something about that where like you're chasing down other players and you're just like you know ramming them and that sort of thing like i remember that i have a clip on my my xbox where it was a group of us and i'm like leaning out the window and fultron was driving the car and we like rammed these other people and i just unloaded this giant machine gun into their car until they exploded (laughs) like the entire car just blew up in front of us and uh and so like that's the kind of thing that PUBG had that this that Fortnite has never had it in the past but now True. you have these golf carts and it's like everybody can pile into the same vehicle and be shooting as one person's driving and you can in fact like help them drive by leaning the car and leaning the character like take sharper turns if you lean and and press down to like brake and that sort of thing so it's it's just this group experience with like a, a group of four people that was completely left out of Fortnite until now. So I really love that they've added that. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Like, I'm super pumped to see where this goes. Like, uh, they like what I haven't been able to experience yet is they have a race course. You're supposed to be able to race them and stuff like that. That sounds pretty cool. So, like, I haven't done that. I want to. I, I want to see some like, you know, what all what, what can you do with these these vehicles? It'd be cool to have like, like what new ones do they introduce or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, that'd be pretty cool. It'd be nice if there was like customization options for them as well. Potentially, like, because you can do the whole like Mario Kart drifting thing in them and get a boost or something. So, like, maybe what what's color your sparks are, or, like whatever. You know, if you could if you could have like a like every time I get into a golf cart, like a uh, you know these specific lights go off or something like that. I think that those customization things would be very cool as well. Side note on the uh, the the cart the uh, golf cart, they have a, j- a bounce pad on the roof. And so that's uh, that's that's a pretty fun thing, fun, fun ad as well that I'll just pull up to a building and go, what's on top of the roof? And you bounce pad up on top of the roof. So Yep, yep. All right, well, um, that's all I have. Me too, man. Me too. So next week, uh, I'm going to be out. I'm going to a, uh, oddly enough, a podcast conference in Philadelphia. Oh! Um, to learn some podcasty things, <laughs> um, and uh, and I think uh, Jared, old J Pinions himself, is going right. to uh, review Mission Possible. What's it called? Fallout. Fallout. Yeah. Is this five? No. This is like six. This is six. Right? Yeah. This is Mission six. Possible six. With you. It's um, funny. Like I was and, just discussing uh, with him today how we both feel like. This is one of the most underrated like franchises uh, like oh, that's out sure. there um, because it's yeah. like the worst film that's in the uh, in the list. Like the worst of these six films is still like a ridiculously like fun John Woo film. You know, it's like this is right. like it's like the, the, that's the worst thing you can say about this this franchise. Well, and so it's and like, dude, that's, like that's a fantastic. Have you gone back and watched the original recently? Uh, not within the last probably three years. Like it is totally, it feels like a '90s era movie, and it's like, like for a franchise to still be alive and relevant, and and having have have changed over the the past like however many years it's been. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I was just saying I need to go back. I only watched um, the last one. Was it Ghost Protocol? Is that what it was called? Um, I've only watched that one once and it was a, a while back. So I need to go back and watch that one again and potentially and, and, and enjoy watching uh, Tom Cruise get hypothermia on the outside of an airplane again. Yeah. So it was, it goes mission possible, mission possible Two, mission possible three. Then it was ghost protocol. Last one was rogue nation. That's right. That's right. That's the one rogue nation. Yeah. is The one 96. So yeah, it was 96. You know, this is a, this is a, um, 22 year old franchise it, well not counting the original tv series but of the course. movies yeah it's just 22 years it's insane the tom cruise films yeah which yeah. is wild yeah it's pretty awesome i love it dude i'm excited i look forward to listening to it hearing your opinion i love it we'll uh we'll give you a shout out on the podcast you know awesome well thanks well, that's it for this week. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StayontargetPod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target. I love the idea of giving you a shout out on your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>